Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Please be advised that Six Degrees of Reality TV contains explicit language. Hi and welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV, the podcast where two MFAs try to figure out what the hell is happening on our screen. My name is Amy and I hold an MFA in creative nonfiction. And my name is Leslie, and I hold an MFA in creative writing fiction. And together, we are trying to uncover what it means to fall in love on reality TV. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV. My name is Amy, and I'm your co-host. And I am Leslie, coming to you from sunny Florida. Hi! Yeah, Leslie decided to skip out just as the weather's getting shitty up here in the Northeast. You're gone. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm only here for the weekend to meet my godson. I'm so excited. I got to, a little sneak peek of him from very far away. We got to do a COVID test first, and then we'll go and level over him. I'm so excited. And, of course, I'm going to go to downtown Disney. It's like the 50th anniversary of Disney, and I need to get, like, a pin or something. Okay, are you ready for this? This is going to alienate a a lot of people not a Disney fan you know I'm a Disney fan in the sense that I never got to go as a kid and so I resented okay. my parents because I always saw those commercials they you never always took have me. to have a healthy amount of resentment for your parents <laughs> but I'm really more a Warner Brothers like a Bugs Bunny type of girl but you know when in yeah. Disney put on the Mickey ears not a fan and it's not I treat it kind of like religion like if people are super into it, I'm very respectful of that. And yeah. I don't impose my hatred of Disney on anyone else. But not for me. I mean, I took my girls when they were five. It was a nightmare. Because you're a good girls. mom. My parents did not. <laughs> not only that, it was so expensive. I said to my husband, like, we're never doing this again. It's never happening again. Now, my parents took me. We were about 12. I was mm. about 12. So my sister was like 15. And we stayed off Disney property in like a roadside motel. Yeah, that's <laughs> the cheapest thing yes, to do. Yes. And, you know, I had better memories of that than when I took my girls. It's become very commercialized. It is. I've been to Disney in Paris, Euro Disney. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it would be French for some reason. Like I thought Mickey would have a tiny mustache and an accent and a no. beret. Nope, it was no. all America. No. Yeah, America down be, my throat. I was like, I escaped be. America. I want mm-hmm. French Disney. Nope. 
It's America. It's going to be America. <laughs> America. <laughs> All right. So we have a lot to talk about. So we're so going to get into it so that Leslie can get back to her vacation of what she spent watching Married at First Sight. Oh, but it's so fun, though, because I, I downloaded it onto my iPad. So I have my iPad and then I have like the laptop and I'm like looking from one to the other. So much easier. Yeah. Then when I watch it at home with my dog climbing all over me, pausing on stuff. I bring, I hope nobody I work with is listening, but I bring my iPad to work and I have it there and then I'm working on the other screen. I'm quote unquote working on the other screen. Yeah. On my lunch hour, boss. Yes, on the lunch hour. (laughs) So this is called, uh, it's episode 12 of season 13 and it's called, Is There Someone Else? Okay. So Pastor Cal tells us tonight. With less than four weeks left until decision day. Now, I want you to hear this sentence and tell me if it even says anything. Okay? Tonight, with less than four four weeks left until decision day, our couples confront the reality of what a lifetime with their spouse would ultimately entail. I mean, hasn't that been what they're doing all along? Yeah, basically. Like, here's what Pastor Cal should say at the beginning. Tonight, with less than four weeks left until decision day... Some of our couples struggle while other like tell us a little overview of where the couples are at. Yeah, not, it's just very some, vague. Yeah, not some weird task that's not happening. So then he says after then he gets a little better after reaching the one month milestone. The couples are settling in. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're gonna start with Bow and Johnny, which uh, oh, we'll talk about Johnny when you're done telling us what happened. So yeah. a lot of people are not even watching anymore. Really? So we, we have you covered. We all know Leslie's like the queen of details. So. Oh, my God. Yes. And I am logged in today as uninvited to barbecue. That is my name. <laughs> Real shitty thing to do. <laughs> oh, my God. When I saw that, I was like, I can't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So this is how the episode pretty much starts with Bao and Johnny. We see Bao on the balcony of the apartment. The wind is blowing in her hair. She's talking about the group dinner and how difficult it was for her. She feels deflated but at the same time believes her situation is fixable. I don't know where she gets this hope from or delusion. Again, she is, you give her a task, she's going to complete it. Yeah. She's going to complete this experiment, period. She then says she has to woman up and romance her husband. And I'm thinking like, girl, he don't want you. (laughs) I feel like when I hear people say that, I immediately think about a blowjob. I don't know why. Oh, God. Did you watch the... (laughs) It's like one of those cults from like the the Lula Rich documentary where the woman was like, "You gotta please your husband." Yes, so yep, you can sell yep. leggings that rocked. Yes, it was the D and the founder of Lula Row. Her mm-hmm. mother wrote a book about pleasing your husband, and she said, "Spend five minutes on your knees every day, and you'll get what you want." Yeah. Okay. All right. That's lovely. Moving on. <laughs> but yeah. Just watching within the first five minutes of the episode, I would have given up if I were Bao. I cannot imagine what she's going through actually living the situation because 100%. he's clearly not into her. So after the balcony scene, we see Bao cooking in this huge crock, crock pot and she's making zucchini noodle bolognese. Yeah, it looks pretty so, good. It looks really good. And the only reason why I know how to say bolognese is because I watched The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills <laughs> and apparently... <laughs> <laughs> Harry Hamlin made of mead bolognese, and you weren't you know. eating bolognese at Euro Disney. 
No. <laughs> what did I eat? I think I had like a pretzel and fries. And baguettes. <laughs> no, I ate that when I was like in, you know, Paris proper. This is America. Yeah, Disney would have Americaned those up. Yeah. It'd be like, you know, Dunkin' Donuts croissant. <laughs> oh, oh, I want Dunkin'. Oh, yeah, this is Florida. Yeah, they have Dunkin' here. I'll get yeah. some later. Yeah. Anyways. So he tell producers that at this point he is 50-50 on this relationship because Bao is saying things about the relationship that simply aren't true. He already looks deflated in this scene. He looks like he's ready to give up. So he's willing to do activities together to see if any feel- feelings come up. So you see him chopping onions. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Yeah, he's chopping onions. Not crying, though. But You're a hero. Okay. You're a hero. <laughs> he asks her... What does she like to do with a partner? And she reveals she has a happy drawer for herself. So Bao is freaky deaky. We learned that. And I'm yeah, here for we it. Like this. I'm here for this. I yes. love it. Yep. So I guess when Johnny complained that Bao likes having sex frequently, he wasn't exaggerating. I guess she has a really high libido. Which is fine. I mean, she's about the age that she would. Yeah, I think in your 30s, that's when you become a horny it's, monster. It's the peak. 30s are the peak, 100%. <laughs> so he asks her Broken if she's... as a 44-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my 30s, and I decline to answer because <laughs> I'm pretending to be a lady sometimes. <laughs> Tinder Leslie, different story. But different she's, story. she's retired. She's still She's sober. walked away. She's, she's in the walked happy away. She's, she's in Disney. This is Disney Leslie. Okay. <laughs> So he asked her if she's willing to bring some of those goodies into the bedroom. And she says she's shy at first, but then she tells producers Johnny likes women who are flirty. So she's making an effort and hopes he appreciates that she's willing to open up in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, she's trying way too hard, but that's just me. Yep. So Johnny seems actually happy in this scene. He's spanking her butt with a dish towel while she's cooking. He's pouring Prosecco and suggests a game, Truth or Sip. So in this game, which whenever they play these kind of games, these truth-telling or never have I ever, always ends up badly. It's just, like, pro tip, don't play that kind of game with somebody you just met and you're married to. Just don't. Especially one that you don't like. Look how it's going for Rachel with the whole I cheated thing. No. Yeah. Mm -mm. So in this game, you can ask the partner whatever you want. And if the person doesn't feel like answering it, then they take a sip of alcohol. Which is is all backwards. Like, I want the sip of alcohol. So it should only be you get the alcohol after you answer. Yeah. (laughs) I would not answer anything and just sit there and drink my wine. (laughs) Yeah, but Bao does not skip a beat. She goes straight for the jugular and asks, what's going to be your decision on decision day? Yeah. And Johnny is visibly uncomfortable, but he laughs it off and takes a sip. So he's not answering. Mm-mm. So then he asks her the same question, and she says, I still want to be married. And then she says that in the past, she's ended all her past relationships, but this time she decided not to quit, which is admirable, except that Johnny doesn't really like her. So quitting Johnny might quit be already. okay. Johnny so quit already. Yep. He quit. So quitting for her might not be so bad. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, clink their glasses, they cheer say, to saying yes on decision day. And Johnny whispers, I'm trying. And Bao mm-hmm. says, she knows and sees his efforts. Okay. Johnny does this weird whispering thing all the time. Does he not realize he's wearing a microphone? I think- like, does he only think the boom mic is picking up his audio? Because it's not, dude. You're mic'd up. We're getting all the whispers. 
he whispers whenever he's trying to manipulate her, if you notice. Yeah, yeah. It's like this he weird He leans whisper. in and he's like, I'm trying, you know I am. Oh, yep, oh. yep. I'm so not sad. a good, not a good, not a good showing for Johnny this episode. No. So later on, they're sitting at the dinner table, about to taste the meal they made, and Johnny likes it. So they go back to the truth or sip game, and Johnny asks Bao, "In this relationship, do you think you're a hundred percent putting in a hundred percent effort?" Bao, without hesitation, says she is. So Johnny asks, "How so?" Bao says, "I feel like I'm doing everything I can." Johnny doesn't buy it and says, if you're 100, were my hun- if you're 100 with my 100, then I feel like I'm putting 150 into this. I wanted to punch him in the fucking face right here. What a my, dick bag. My immediate thought was, dude, no relationship should be built on math. That's no. what I thought. Oh, I agree. Nothing should be built on math. <laughs> Nothing. Not even, not even a house. Forget about that. Jesus Christ. Just kind of wing it. Like an English major. <laughs> <laughs> so he lists planning dates, being flirty, date nights, gifts, and Johnny's forehead makes the grand appearance. Yep, there's the vein. And she's all like, I feel like you're not giving me enough credit. And he's all agitated and says, no, when have you tried? Hmm. When she's do tried you think, Do you think his vein is called Johnny Jr. and it has a personality of its own and it it like gives him evil thoughts. I think that his vein might be like the little devil on his shoulder. It's just like mm-hmm. on his forehead. Yeah, it's like possessed by Satan. Because when it appears, Johnny goes <laughs> to bitch mode. Yep. She, That's so Johnny Jr. Johnny Jr. Bao says that on a day to day, she is doing chores, tidying up, and organizing the kitchen. And Johnny interjects, he's like, I am too. And the vein pulsates. <laughs> Says, Johnny Jr.'s like, tell her we are too. We are too. <laughs> Bao says she is consistently doing things for their relationship and doing things for him. And he says, you are not consistent at all. Okay. Um, oh, God. He says he needs more like her poking him in the morning saying, let's go for a run because the last time we did it, it was so fun. So he wants an activity, you know, partner. Or a calendar or a little... He just wants to give her a script and she follows it, period. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So does he want a partner or a personal trainer? Because he's like, you got to wake me up. You got to motivate me to go, go, go. Yeah, I don't know. He basically says she does stuff without him and that he just wants to do stuff for his wife. Translation, you shouldn't have a life outside of me. Yes. Yes. I am your everything. I need yes. to be. I need to be included in everything you do. When you poop, I want to be able to poop next to you. That's but only he, if she has like gloves on and like double rinses at the bidet and yeah, yeah. exactly and then showers afterwards because he loves Johnny shower. Jr.'s like poop is not good. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I did like about this was the bow stood her ground and she says that her hundred percent is different from his. While she's talking to producers, she then says that he's back in, and then she's talking to producers about this. Yeah. He is back in the room screaming and slamming doors. Yes. He he shows up in the middle of her confessional and is all pouty. And she asks, what's wrong? And he says, it really hurts me when we have disagreements like these because I don't think we're compatible. And she says, it's just a disagreement. He's all over the map. I cannot figure out what is happening here. Like, he's all over the place. He... 
I I'd like to say he's gaslighting her, but that's not accurate. I'd like no. to say he's using her, but that's not accurate. I'd like to say he's not into her, but at times that like I don't know what is going on. I can't even put my finger on this. I think part of it has to do that he is not happy with her. He doesn't like her that way. So stop banging her, number one. Yeah. And number two, then just say, like, say that. But number one, you have to stop banging her. And number two, you have to be clear. Like, he's not being clear as to what is, like, I feel like next episode he's going to say it. Yeah. He's like, I'm just not attracted to you. Like, that, that needs to be what he says. You know, she just says it's just a disagreement and that she's still there for him. She's literally holding his arm and she says she's not going anywhere. Then cue the cheesy music with the lyric, I need to escape from this hell of mine. (laughs) I was like, wow. Leslie, you have to sing it. You have a beautiful voice. (laughs) I don't even remember it because I was watching it with closed caption and I was just like, are you serious? Is this seriously the lyric? Yeah, that's the lyric. Oh, my God. So the next morning, Bao is speaking to the camera. She says, guess who did not stay at the apartment last night? Cut to Johnny in bed at his place, saying he was avoiding more arguments. Yep. Bao, meanwhile, is saying that she says she's putting 150%. Again, math. Math ruins everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's still the one at the apartment trying to make things work, but he ducks and runs. Yep. Then they have a family barbecue coming up with Johnny's family. So now he has to put, she says, she has to put on a brave face and pretend that they are happy. And, you know, you do see intermittents of her practicing for the barbecue. She's trying to learn all of their proper um, Chinese names and how to pronounce them properly. She's working really hard. She wants to make a good impression on them. Yeah. Cut to his uncle's birthday barbecue, and Johnny is laughing it up with his relatives. They all ask him, oh, is Bao joining us? And he's like, oh, oh, boy. Cut back to the couple's apartment complex where Bao says, husband called and told me he doesn't want me to go to his family's barbecue. That was shitty. I was like, wow. So she says, my husband clearly does not want to be in a marriage because that's what you do as a husband and wife. You suck it up and you go to the barbecue. Yeah, we've all been there. I've done tons of shit where I've been angry. And of you course. just put a smile on. So he tells his family they need to work things out between the two of them before he brings her to family events. And that he needs more effort from her to show that she's romantic. But Bao already says she's doing these things, which he disagrees. Mm-hmm. Then he lists examples. She does my laundry. Great. But I can do that on my own. She stocks the fridge. It's thoughtful. But it's not building romance for him. Yeah. So I I don't get it. And he wants high school feeling romance. And his relative and his relatives remind him, like, you're not in high school anymore. Wait, what was the guy's name? His uncle, like Milo or something. Yeah. He was He was the hero. He's like, dude, you're not in high school anymore. Exactly. And I was like, yes! Yep. So back at the apartment, Bao is meal prepping, and she's wondering if this is going to be appreciated by Johnny. Uh, no. Spoiler alert, no. <laughs> I don't have a crystal ball, but my guess is no. No. He tells his aunt, so back at the barbecue, tells his aunt his marriage is not what he expected, and his aunt wisely says, if you go into a relationship without expectations... That may come out better. 
Because yes. he went in expecting the perfect wife and that she would do this and she would do that. And honestly, I put in my notes, let's be real. Johnny, you do not like Bao. And then he yeah. says, the more I learn about Bao, the less I like about her. I was like, I was right. Yeah. He's he's just awful. And, you know, there's been a lot of conversation online, like, what makes him worse than Ryan, who's also not feeling it? Again, what makes him worse is that he's having sex with this woman, number yeah. one. But number two, he's not, we don't, like, we don't understand what's happening. He's in really into her sometimes and then not, and I don't know. It's very Jekyll and Hyde, because in one scene, they'll be laughing, like, you know, he's slapping her butt while they're cooking, mm-hmm. and it's all good. And I'm like, oh, they're getting along better. Maybe after the whole group couple thing, it, they resolved it, or no, yeah, it's just no. back and forth with him. Mm-mm. And um, Is that it for them? Bao, no, Bao still thinks their marriage could be great. Of course I don't she know does. what planet she lives on. So cut to Johnny and his aunt, and she says... There has to be something because on day one, we saw you and thought, wow, they're a perfect match. And Johnny admits day one was perfect. (laughs) Day one of my marriage was perfect. Day one of my marriage when I met the stranger, he wasn't really a stranger. Day one of my marriage where I drank all day and people gave me a lot of money was perfect. And compliments, perfect. (laughs) So his aunt really wants his marriage to work for him. He wants him, she wants him settled down to have kids, start a family, and most of all for him to be happy. And he says that right now he's not sure about Bao. I can't see her as my wife. Yeah. I didn't realize he was 35. Is he 35? He's 35. You would think he would have it together by then. At least you don't have to have it all together, but at least know what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. So then we later on in the episode see they have a phone call, a video call with Pastor Cal. Okay, I love this because we get like an annoyed Pastor Cal who's clearly <laughs> in his car. And I'm wondering, is Pastor Cal in the Target parking lot? Pastor Cal was pissed. He's like, I was <laughs> on my day off and you bitches called me up with some BS. He's in anyway, the tar- Target parking lot with all the other crying stay-at-home moms. Oh like we're just I shouldn't say stay at home moms I mean quarantined locked at home moms who yeah. all went to the target parking lot to cry during to get a break <laughs> <laughs> so Johnny says I'm sad because I feel like I'm married to someone that's not right for me and he says the reason he didn't want her hanging out with his family is because he doesn't want his family getting attached to her if I don't even like her yep I was like whoa yeah. So Pastor Cal asks, so why don't you like her? And Johnny is all worked up. And he says, she's not genuine. He's saying all this in front of Bao, mind you. So yeah, she right asks, in front of Bao. what is the side you're seeing that's not genuine? And he says, she's pretending, she's presenting herself to others in ways that make her say things about the relationship that's not true. So she asked for specifics and he does go back to the gourmet dinner comment at the couple's dinner. He says, we've cooked them together. When have you cooked it for us? And she says she hasn't had the time to cook them separately, but Johnny cuts her off and says, there's always an excuse. (laughs) Yeah. He's first. She's not doing enough for me. Then she's doing 
things for me, but they're not the right things for me. Like, it's just, it's, I can't with him. She can't win because it's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, she does my laundry, but I could do my own laundry. It's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. what's that? So Pastor Cow asks, has she done those things or not? And he says, we've done those things together. And Pastor Kyle calls him out and says, I don't think you're being fair. They're both making excuses and he's trying to find ways to discredit the relationship. And yep. she asks him, are you sorry? And so he asks him, are you sorry you signed up for this process? And he shakes his head no. So Pastor Cal asks, is there someone else outside of Bao? So that's the big cliffhanger. And that was the big teaser mm-hmm. for this episode that mm-hmm. everyone wanted to know. Is there someone else? Is there someone else? So Pastor Cal says that in all his years of counseling, he could tell when someone's attention is divided. And Johnny is very silent during this. Mm-hmm. And Pastor Cal says he knows when someone is trying to sabotage a situation. So he asks him to be honest. And Johnny says there have been points throughout the process where he wished he had been matched with literally anyone else. But he's avoiding the question. Wow. And, and I'm telling you right now, like, Pastor Cal even says to him, like, you're being mean. Yeah, he's being mean. You are mean. Like, what? what are you? Why would you say this? In front of her. Yeah. And he still has not answered the question whether there's someone else. But then he says, no, there's no one else. But that he has. Um, there is he someone else. It's the perfect image of a woman. Exactly. But That's said, who is the other person. He doesn't have in front of him what he wants. And Pastor Cal suggests they have a funeral for that fictitious perfect woman he wanted yep. to be married to. Because yep. she does not exist. And he is sabotaging things with Bao. Yeah. So Bao is in tears, which I do not blame her. And Pastor Kyle mm-hmm. points out, she is hearing you say all these things you don't like about her. She's taking it. She's strong. She's still willing to work on things. She would be good for you. Yeah. If it were me, I would have packed up my bags and called it quits. I would have been me like, you humiliated me on TV. Yep. I'm not taking any more. Although, although we say he's humiliating her, but he's really the one who looks like an asshole. But I feel like She's that would hurt my feelings. That would of really course. hurt my feelings. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I would like, I would go bang Zach or something. Oh, right. <laughs> Wait, he's married. <laughs> so they somehow come to some understanding at the end of the scene. And, you know, he hugs her. He's doing the creepy whispering that he promises to try. Mm-hmm. And then later on in the episode, as they're getting ready for bed, Johnny is ready to talk and wants to have a conversation about their issues. So Bao isn't happy. And Johnny admits he wasn't ready for her to see his family or to speak with Pastor Cow after the last argument they had. And that at that point, he just needed to talk to her one-on-one. So he said he disinvited her from the barbecue because they needed to talk alone because what he said with Pastor Kyle was raw emotions and he now regrets it. Yeah. Yep. And again, two steps forward, six steps back. Always. That's the Johnny dance, you know? Bao thinks it's unfair that he keeps telling her she's a two-faced crazy person. Because she feels she's been vulnerable and honest and that his characterization of her is very unkind and unfair. And I agree. I agree too. You know, Johnny says what puts him over the edge is that the two of them have two very different recollections of the truth of what's going on. Um, First of all, so this whole thing about dinner, 
Like, I'm making dinner, you're not making dinner. They've only been together four weeks. I'm mm -hmm. sure she's made a dinner in four weeks. Is this the part where she talks about that she brings desserts over? Yes, this is okay. the part. So, and for him, he's crying out for help, saying this is what he needs and what is missing between him. And her version is, well, no, I'm doing everything that you say I'm doing. No, but you're, I'm doing everything that you say that I'm not doing. And she says that what she is doing, she feels is not being appreciated because he needs her to initiate things. And she is trying her best. He says, and, he, and Johnny Jr. pops in and is like, don't let her win. Don't let her manipulate you. He says he appreciates things she does for him. But with the baking stuff, that's not for him. Because she's doing something that she enjoys doing for herself. As he, someone who shows my love through baking for my family, I wanted to murder him. I love baking and I love sharing my baking with others. If somebody's baking you something and bringing it to you, they love you. What are you doing? He's and like, he's I don't like, like sweets. Okay, number one, you're a psychopath. Yeah. But number two, um, she's trying. She didn't know you didn't yeah. like sweets. He doesn't usually eat that stuff, but he eats it because she made it. Mm -hmm. And Bao's like, we don't know each other. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he didn't voice this to her and just was all passive aggressive about it. Mm -hmm. And that there seems to be a misunderstanding in reading each other's efforts. And he said he wants her to commit to doing more activities together. And Bao says she's going to try to wake up earlier to have coffee with him. I'm like, now you got to lose sleep over this asshole? Oh, God. So they promise to be better. And then she burps and apparently it stinks. And that's it. <laughs> Thank you, Leslie. Very well done. <laughs> of course, though. Two steps forward, six steps back. Of course. Oh, God. All right. You don't even have a chance to rest because we're going right into Gil and Mirla. I don't think there's much there. Girla. Girla, <laughs> as we're calling it. Um, I don't think there's much. So. There's not really that much, except something very interesting happens at the end, which I love. Yes, it does. So they're making protein shakes for breakfast, and I immediately hated them for them yeah. for that because I'm like, I wish just, I was that disciplined. I could they're make better protein than us. shakes. They're, they're better so much than better us. than us. And mm -hmm. their body shows. And I hate mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Gil is like, so my apartment lease is up in three weeks. And he said he doesn't think he will renew it. And Mirla says, no, I think he should renew it. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, they are apartment shopping. And it appears to be within the complex they're staying in. Because Gil says here. He's looking for apartments here. Yeah. So the apartments Gil has been looking at are pretty big. But he's not a fan of high-rise buildings in general. I I feel that, Gil. Yeah. I feel that. Because he says no. it, it's very uncomfortable. Like, the parking structure is uncomfortable. It's loop-de-loop -loop parking garages he's not into. Yep. So he asked Mirla, what does she like? And, of course, she says, I like new apartments. And Gil teases her and says, you want everything new, the greatest, the latest. I mean, who doesn't like a newer apartment? Who's like, I want an old apartment? An old apartment where... Former junkies lived in and destroyed yes. half of the walls. The yes. roaches, you know, just yes. casually walk on in. Yes, that's what I want. What I it's want. called New York City living. <laughs> <laughs> so he's teasing her. I want everything. You want everything new. Blah blah blah. The latest and greatest. 
And then she goes, I think I want a new phone. <laughs> <laughs> of course he has. What's wrong with your phone? Can you call? Can you text? And she Can says, you yeah. Call? Who makes phone? Another psychopath. Who calls people? <laughs> I do not call people unless it's like for a phone interview and they're a celebrity and they yeah. prefer to be called. So yeah. she says, yes, but she still wants a new phone because hers is two years old. And then I just looked over at my iPhone 10XR and I'm like, <gasps> iPhone 10XR. I'm thinking like maybe I do need a new it's phone. What I have. <laughs> yeah. Because um Apple keeps like telling me, hey, you can upgrade, blah blah blah. Well, this will tell you my structure, uh, the hierarchy in my house and my role of a mother. Everyone else in this house has newer phones than me. That always happens. Yeah. My mom's phone is older than mine. Yeah. 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 We always and- get the shit in the stick. And now I'm like, I think I should upgrade because Mirla says the camera will be better. And I'm like, this is true because I was sitting at a concert next to someone with a newer iPhone and their cameras looked a lot better. Like their pictures looked so much clearer than mine. There you go. Mirla sold you. Maybe she's secretly like a Verizon salesperson. Maybe. I I don't know. But if she could hook me up with a discount, girl, I got Verizon. So Gil tells the producers that she likes everything new and anything that's new, and it worries him that she might get tired of him, too, and want a new person. And that made me a little sad. They're just trying to make a story for them because they're yeah. just so good. They're good. I think mm-hmm. that they're fine. I so, think they're fine, too. Later on in the episode, Mia was on FaceTime with her friend, and she's making fun of her friend because she doesn't have lashes on. <laughs> It's like, that's the first thing. It's like, oh, girl, where are your lashes? So her friend asks her, so what is it like living with a frugal person? And Mirla says she thinks he's frugal in the right areas and that in other areas he doesn't care about spending money on her, which we've seen. Yes. So it is true. And Mm -hmm. her friend asks if that makes her want to change her spending habits. And Mirla, without missing a beat, says, no, not one bit. Nope. No, she's comfortable and confident in what she's I love doing that. she's fine we love she's her. holding her ground i love she's her the feminist hero we didn't know we needed but we got and i'm okay with her <laughs> yeah and she tells her friend that gil is looking for apartments and he's seen a couple and knows that she needs the place to be super nice and the ones he's seen and reported back on were on another level so she's thrilled like they had like the little mirror workout mirror thing huge space yeah she's she's all in Cue hype walking in, slobbering all over the floor. Okay, I want to say something about this. So (laughs) I love dogs. I have two rescue dogs. I love dogs. Our latest rescue, Arlo, the Border Collie, does this. This just drool for no reason. It just comes out of your mouth. I have dark bamboo floors in my house. They're completely stained and trashed with his drool. So I get it. Like, And I still love him. Of course I love him. It's but gross. I, get, I get not liking the drool. I get it's it. gross. I have a chihuahua. He doesn't drool, but he's just, he sheds. He's a short-haired chihuahua, so he sheds everywhere. And he's always on top of me. It's like, get off me. He's probably crying right now because his mommy's not home. He's with, he's with his bland mom, so <laughs> he'll be fine. So, yeah, so Mila is disgusted. And then they're, like, zooming in on the drool, which is so gross. I'm just like, no, yep. stop. Yep. But she does say, I need to wipe his face, which means she's helping out with the dog and caring for him in her own way. Yes. She's like, hold on, I need to wipe his face. It was kind of Yeah. 
So she keeps talking to her friend and shares that he's social and likes to go to people's houses, which remember when they wanted to go to Rose's house. Oh, God. <laughs> and she was like, I would have That's an back. insult to Rose to call those two Rose. Oh, God. I know, right? Rose objects. Rose objects. Jose and Rachel. <laughs> And she said she's not that way, that the other day he wanted to go to his friend's house because he just bought a brand new house. And she was like, cool, let's meet them at a bar or restaurant. <laughs> and he's like, why would we do that? He just bought a new house. Let's go to the house he bought. I think Gil is going to be really good for her. Yeah. But I love her friend. Her friend is shady and reads her for filth and reminds yes. her, this is not the mirrorless show. And that she has to meet his friends and that she has to be nice because they will think she's a bitch otherwise. Yes. And doesn't Mirla say when she says it's not the Mirla show, doesn't she say not yet or something? Yeah, not yet. (laughs) (laughs) So later on, we see a scene of Gil. He's meeting up with his friend Christian and he reveals that he didn't renew his lease. He talks about Mirla being a girly girl, a princesa, a princess Mm -hmm. that makes good bank so she spoils herself. So her attitude isn't great and that she doesn't get things, when she doesn't get things the way she wants, she pouts and throws little tantrums. And we go back to him harping on her saying she won't change her lifestyle for anybody and he thinks that's selfish. Yeah. You know. I I don't... I don't know. Some people out there are saying, like, these two clearly don't make it. They, you know, there's really nothing between them. I don't see that. I don't know. I think they have to make it, right? They have good chemistry. They have a good banter. And I feel that the things that he's harping on, when he complains to other people, it seems like a bigger deal than it actually is. Because he's really honest with her. And to her face. And to her face, he'll tell her, like, oh, you're being spoiled. But then he'll, like, smile. So it's not like Johnny blowing up. It's kind of like, oh, God, look at this princess or whatever. But he's also the type of person, and I could see this happening, and I'm spoiler alert guys i'm always wrong when i i've listened to our past episodes i'm always wrong um but he's the type of person i think like who will just blindside her and say no on decision day because even though she kissed him because he'll be like ah you know it's just we're not you know we're just not ready for each other like i feel like he's that kind of person i don't know why i love him you know i think he should be the host of everything yeah get rid of jamie leotis but (laughs) He's, I feel like, I don't know, she's in it. And if they break up, it will be a no it's, from him, I'm thinking. It's it's going to hurt my heart. Because I think yeah. she's all in it. So it would definitely be him yeah, to do I it. Think so so think his so. friend, Christian, asked if they've consummated it. And he said no, but that there's chemistry. And that she gives him all kinds of affection except for that. And the only disagreement was the dog stuff. Not wanting to walk her into dog with hype. But then they show her walking hype yep. and going all over. Come Yay! on, hype, come on. And she's like feeding him scraps and everything. And, and that they're hype bonding. Is loving it. Hype is loving it. And then Gil reveals now she wants a dog of her own. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie, what type of dog would Mirla get? She would get, I would say, a purebred Maltese who's all white Something and like a like show that. dog yeah. or a poodle, like a little or show like dog. Or like a teacup Yorkie. Yes. Yeah. A little yeah. show dog or a teacup something. One that yeah. fits in her purse. She'd have like a designer dog-carrying mm-hmm. purse and have them in there. Yep. And he'd yep. be like, 
the luckiest dog on earth. <laughs> That's my sister. From. My sister has a little Yorkie. She has like a designer bag. She carries mm-hmm. her in. That little girl, her name is Lola, her Yorkie. She is a little spoiled brat. She is so bougie, just like her mama. I think, I think we need a picture of her on our Facebook or Instagram. Oh, I'll send you. She okay. sits like a human. It's really creepy. Okay. I want to see this. <laughs> All right, but anything yeah, else for Gillamia? Okay, good. No, that that's was the good. big reveal. She wants her own dog. She wants her own dog. Like, we go from Johnny being a psychopath to Mirla wants a dog. Like, that's yeah. their, their drama. Okay. Now to our least favorite couple, Rachel and Jose. If they can't be Rose, then what are they? Jachel? Jachel, <laughs> yeah. All right, Rachel's making breakfast and Jose's doing some dishes, and we get a rehash of their fight. And Rachel says she gets impatient with cooking. She gets impatient with cooking. And that's why she buys all microwave breakfast stuff. Ugh. Ugh. I only do like microwave like dinners like in a pinch. In a pinch. My kids like microwave breakfast sandwiches. I think they're kind of gross. So um, I've taught them to make their own now. So they do. But make it the night before. Wrap it up in foil, put it in your fridge, and then just reheat it. That's what you're doing with the frozen stuff. Anyway, I'm, I'm not going into it. Okay. I just put I'd rather not eat. I'd rather just have coffee and go to work. Yeah, I need more coffee. So Rachel tells the camera that four weeks ago, she didn't know a man like Jose can exist. <laughs> then I wrote, has she never watched a sitcom from the 50s? <laughs> <laughs> he is like Desi Arnaz. Yes. So she says... She feels so much better about their situation. She feels like she voiced her thoughts and that he actually listened. And then I did have a note here that their breakfast looks amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but it looked amazing. So yeah. they talk about all the firsts that they're going to do together. Like, this is the first time I'm making you breakfast. And this is the first time This is the first time I ever saw a whiteboard. I don't know whatever their firsts are. <laughs> but Jose asks which first she is looking forward to. And she's like... I'm looking forward to going to Europe for the first time with someone. Like, she's really excited about this Europe trip. He says (laughs) he's looking forward to taking a road trip through Texas, the state they live in, guys. Mm -hmm. He wants to see the hills. Like, Texas is really cool because you're in a city and then you're not. And then there's a lot of hills. (laughs) Rachel's like, yeah, I'm going to Europe. So then she tells the camera, like, we have very different ideas of traveling, and this is a little concerning. (laughs) As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. 
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. So later, they go out on the balcony. Now, remember, they bought all those plants. Yeah. Like a week ago, they're dead. All the plants are dead. All right. That's ominous. That's ominous. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So later, they head to a winery. And they have a, a lot of wine. Now, I'm a wine drinker, and I am not throwing shade. There's been many times I've had tons of wine, and wine Amy comes out. But they have a lot. And Rachel yeah. starts talking. <laughs> and she's like, first of all, they begin talking about their relationship. And he's like, I appreciate all the little things you do for me. And da da da. And she says, after the experiment, it's going to be like starting all over again. And she says, it will be a big change. She brings this up again. It'll be the a bigger change for me because I'm moving to your house. Like she's really resentful of moving into that McMansion with indoor lighting. Mm-hmm. She's not happy about it. So she's like, oh, and also, after she downs another glass, and also, I've (laughs) never been in a relationship in the summer. And she starts telling him about Summer Rachel, our new favorite character, who has a lot of free time. And if she gets bored, if she's, like, forced to sit in the house, she's going to be real bitchy. And he needs Mm -hmm. to brace himself. Because if he criticizes her even one bit, she'll be out the door. Leslie, what are your thoughts on Summer Rachel? Summer Rachel is a hothead. She is. And do you think that she likes, so I'm a teacher, so I have summers off and I get this. Like summers are very sacred to teachers because I don't need to tell you, like we work a shitload of, of time during the year. Like it's Mm -hmm. a very intense job. Do you think she just likes to travel and he doesn't want her to? I think that's what it is. I think Summer Rachel, what she does is she's probably saving up money throughout the year. And then in the summer, she goes traveling someplace. Because how else will she travel? Because when you're a teacher or you work in higher education, you are you have a very strict schedule you until the summer. Yeah, you, can't you can't take, take time take off. Time off. So that, I think that's why she's like, Summer Rachel does not want to stay home and I all think, day. I think if I'm reading between the lines, it's Summer Rachel doesn't want to be told what to do. Yeah. And Summer Rachel doesn't want to be tied down and sitting in a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is going to be trouble. I predict this. Okay. I think that she would be fine going to Europe by herself while he's working. Okay. So let me address this. Let me scroll down. Hold on. In real time here. All right. On Unfiltered. Rachel was on Unfiltered with Jamie Leotis. She says, so they play the clip back, and she's Mm -hmm. like, I really regret some of that Summer Rachel stuff. Like, I was clearly drunk, and I was, like, you know, kind of coming off a little harsh. And Jamie Leotis asks her, like, what if you wanted to go on a trip by yourself in the summer? Would Jose be okay? And she said, no way. Wow. He would not be okay with that. And Rachel says, "She here's where she was coming from at this point. She said, I broke my lease, sold all my shit. And had to move in with him. And my commute went from 30 minutes to an hour. 
Oh so what God. she was trying to say to him is that like she needs and deserves the summer for herself. Yeah. So that was later and unfiltered, but uh, yeah. So Jose in his his little vagina mouth tells the camera <laughs> <laughs> tells the camera he's concerned about this because she tends to cut and run when things get tough. And I just wrote, what? When did we see that? When did we see the kind of... You mean when you gaslit her and told her to fuck off and left her out in the street at midnight? Yeah, she and didn't let her in. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's that's a pretty good reason, dude. So that's the end of them. We don't have a lot with them. We don't see no. them with any other friends. Like, that's it. So let's move to Michaela and Zach. This was also light on content, but you know there were there were good little moments here. So <laughs> Michaela and Zach are going to go work out together, and it's like this indoor soccer field. They play bubble ball, which looks amazingly fun. So it's like this giant inflatable ball that you're in that looks like a, we have a bunch of dots, and the red one looked like you were looking at COVID under a microscope. Ooh, it kind of did, like Battle <laughs> of the COVID. So, like, one was the COVID, one was the vaccine, and they're fighting it and out. And they're, like, fighting it out. <laughs> so they got to, like, run at each other and kind of, like, whoever falls is the loser of the round. Yeah, of course, yeah, Michaela yeah. falls first, and then she keeps falling over and over. They try to do dance moves inside the bubble. But, but the best was she was saying, like, that she studied YouTube videos on how to do this, and everything yeah, failed still- her in the Everything failed her. Like, immediately went down. So, after the game ends, they're sitting on the field, and Michaela asks, when did you feel good in our marriage? And Zach deflates and says, let me think about that, and asks the same question to her. And we flash back to 27 days ago on moving day when he Mm -hmm. surprised her with the roses after being apart from days due to COVID, and for Zach, he then reveals it was during their wedding reception where he <laughs> was one. dancing. Yeah, day one. He was dancing in front of her and it made her cry. That was really cute, though, because it was like all the groomsmen were dancing. It looked like a little R&B group just dancing. Yeah. Cute. So at this point, they are taking things one day at a time, but they appear to have a good time. This is like the one episode where there's yeah. no blowing up and no harping on you did this, you made me so angry, which, of course, in the preview for next week, that goes downhill. <laughs> so so later on in the episode, Michaela uh, meets up with her sister. I think it's, it's Sharifa. I think that's the All one. I know is she's one of the three best characters on the show. You guys oh, know how I feel so about funny. these three sisters. They're amazing. We need more of them. Yeah, We need her in our lives. And she's talking about her issues with Zach and how they're learning how to deal with conflict and speaking her feelings rather than just acting them out. And she says that Zach is learning to speak to her in a clearer way, saying things like, Michaela, don't do this. Yeah. And that's helpful for her because it isn't vague and she can understand where she went wrong in that instance. Whereas first it was a little uh, elusive and he was trying to be gentle and so he wasn't really getting across the point. Whereas now when he's more direct with her, she gets it. And she's like, okay, I messed up here. I need to be, you know, more direct. And that's yeah. at the point where they are. They're, they seem to be in a good place. And her sister immediately asks, are we having babies? <laughs> and she's like dancing in her seat while she says it like with excitement. Like, are we having babies? I love her. And the background music that was playing throughout the scene just halts. And Michaela is like, oh, it wasn't what? like, dun, 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 dun. are you ovulating? Dun, dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. 
<laughs> Michaela's face says it all. It's like freeze frame. Like, say what now? Say what? <laughs> yeah, and her sister thinks she's gotten more vulnerable and that she's matured in these weeks and that she yeah, sees that so Michaela. When the sister says that, it clues us in that maybe Michaela is a little bit of a hothead and has yeah. had this problem. And so maybe Zach is right in his, you know, kind of turn off fear of this. Yeah, with the this, knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, because the sister's like, she needed this. Like, she mm-hmm. needed somebody to ground her and to, to help her grow up a little bit. So Yeah, her sister was like, you got married at first sight. You got a baby at second sight. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, please don't. And especially with the previews coming up. We, we don't need that. Yeah, we don't need a baby oh, in this please. mix. So then when we do see Michaela and Zach together, they were decorating the apartment and they're hanging some picture frames. And I think it might have been their vows that they were hanging because it was a I lot think of work. So. Yeah. But it's crooked and apparently they think it's perfect. I don't know why it was like to a slant. Yeah. Because nothing else was hanging around it. Because if you start putting everything askew and then it makes a pattern, I understand. But it was just <laughs> that one thing. Just... Okay. Have we have we tapped on something here, Leslie? Have we tapped into something that you feel passionately about? Yes. It was driving me insane. I was like, someone please fix that, please. 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 Are you the one who walks into your coworker's office as I did last week and say, oh, that picture's crooked? <laughs> I won't say it. I'll just look at it and judge them harshly. <laughs> So then they start scrapbooking, putting pictures together. Some of them. Why do people do this? What is, is this a real thing? For TV it is when you don't know each other and you have nothing better to do. Okay. Because they're putting together wedding pictures and some pictures, I guess, from their time together because it's like outside their their wedding attire. And they're having fun. They're writing, writing poetry together with the initials of their names. And Michaela is sweet and hers is simple. And Zach goes the funny route and references their fights and how she tries to bite any part of my body, even though it ain't right. Hmm. So. Hmm. <laughs> no comment. So the poem does end with him saying he's going to love her till the rest of time. So. That's it for them. Yeah, they seem to be in a good place. We're leaving them in a good place, so that's good. Okay, now we go to Brett and Ryan. Can we just call them Brian? Yeah, basically. (laughs) All right, so Brett and her friend sit in some dirty outdoor chairs. Everybody on the interwebs is going crazy about these chairs. Guys, they were not Brett's chairs. (laughs) They were like from the restaurant or the hotel or whatever, and they were filthy. I agree, but whatever. So Brett tells this friend about them watching the video, the wedding video, and she says they both enjoyed it, but for different reasons. She said it was sentimental to her, but for him, not the same way. And the friend is like, are you guys on the same page? And she's like, no, something happened. Things are very different. She's like, Ryan seems to have checked out. Now we know from our sources Mm -hmm. that he may be on dating apps. We're going to see that too. So now we see Ryan at the gym with Zach and Ryan says, I wanted this beautiful story and it's just not happening. Zach regurgitates some Pastor Cal on to him and says, maybe you've already made up your mind and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Ryan thinks he and Brett both realize that things are going downhill, but Zach is like, dude, you have to talk to her. Like you can't blindside her on decision day. That's going to be worst. Okay. This friend that Brett is talking to keeps cutting her off and it's annoying. So she's cutting Brett off and then Brett tells the camera she feels like Ryan is pulling away and struggling. She doesn't think it's physical, but she's not sure. And she says they need to have these hard conversations. Okay. So now we see a group date with all of my couples. So Ryan, Mm -hmm. Brett, and Rosé 
are heading to, I'm sorry, Jachel, are heading to Ninja Warrior Gym. And Brett planned this to show Rachel that, or to show Ryan, that she can do stuff he likes. And they have to, like, run up a ramp. Could you have run up that ramp and got up there? I would have fallen at my pace. I wouldn't even be able to get on the ramp to run up no. there. They have to climb up this ramp, like, like Chuck E. Cheese style, like the ski ball style. Yeah, no. And then they have to get up on top of it. So Rachel is able to do it, but the only one who can't do it is Brett. And I wrote, this is Ryan's idea of a perfect date. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. Meanwhile, I'm planning a date where me and my husband get drunk and get a massage. Okay. That sounds like paradise. Now they're doing relay races. And I just wrote, who acts like this? (laughs) Like, okay, so maybe this is what really active people do. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. Good for them. Later, Ryan visits with his sister, Alexis, and he confides in her his reservations about Brett. The first thing they talk about, Leslie, is Brett's cleanliness. Oh, my God. Did not see this coming. No, in that video. Wow. He really resents her. He showed a video, guys. It was triggering to me. Mm -hmm. It's very messy. So it's then he says, like, it's not about the cleanliness. But then in one of the grossest moments ever... The sister asks Ryan, what if you had a beautiful Victoria's Secret model at home, leaving her dishes in the sink? Would you do them? And he he kind of goes, yes, with a smile. So it's about looks. It is about looks. It's about looks. And this is why Ryan is getting hate. Mm-hmm. Johnny's getting hate because of his actions. Ryan's getting hate because the reason he doesn't like her is because she doesn't look like a Victoria's Secret model. Yep. Yep. Which so, he does not deserve because he's no prize himself. Welcome to being a woman, guys. This mm-hmm. is what we deal with all the time. Okay, Ryan tells the camera he knows he has to talk with Brett, but he wasn't raised to exactly talk about their emotions. He says his family never really questioned, like, how are you feeling? And there just wasn't a lot of depth. And I said, this was exhibited by his sister asking if he would object to a Victoria's Secret model being a slob. <laughs> like, yeah. Instead of saying, like, what are some other things you like about her? She, you know, Whatever. So the sister tells the camera, Ryan has not grown at all. She says, he says, she isn't going to want to hear 90% of the things. Brett is not going to want to hear 90% of the things that I have to say. And the sister's like, dude, you have to tell her. Like, you're doing more damage at this point. All right. Later, Brett comes home and Ryan is brushing Maisie. And again, Baxter, R.I.P. Now I'm starting to wonder, was the trauma of bringing Ryan and Maisie into their life what killed Baxter? Oh my god, no. I don't know. I I need to understand why Baxter's gone from our life, but he's gone. Now we see footage of Maisie on the table eating Brett's condolence flowers. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. Amazing. They sit up. Okay, so Ryan and Brett sit on the couch and Ryan confesses he doesn't sleep because he's sleeping on the couch and he says he didn't want to sleep in the guest room because he didn't want to hurt her and that would be like more you know obvious and permanent he says he's still really struggling and she asks if he is open to it like to the marriage and he says he really doesn't think he is anymore and ryan tells the camera he knows brett has been in this situation before with unrequited feelings and he doesn't want to do that to her again So then Ryan basically tells her nothing good is going to come from me not sleeping. So I'm going to sleep in the second bedroom. And Brett tells the camera, if he doesn't want to be with me, then just don't be with me. This is so frustrating. 
because clearly he's not saying something. Yeah. Then they go, we see them go their separate ways, and they go, he goes into the other room for bed. That's it for them. Yeah. Do you agree he's looking for a Victoria's Secret model? Like, we just heard this. 100%. Yeah, and that's why I have a problem with him. And based on our source, who is gorgeous, by the way, I mm-hmm. see why he was into her, but thankfully yep. she was not into him. Yep, yep. But, but she, again, guys, we heard from this source, like his type are these skinny, petite, little, Gross. and Brett is thin. Do not get mm-hmm. me wrong, but she's tall. She's kind of built. You know what I mean? I think she's intimidating to him. I think she's mm-hmm. wonderful, but that's just yeah. Me. All right, next time, Bao is in some sort of cheerleading outfit as the couples play volleyball together. The couple sit down individually with Dr. Pepper and Pastor Cal. Dr. Pepper tells Mirla she knows she's been out partying with her friends. Again, there's a nothing burger there. Yeah. Dr. Pepper tells Jose, I do personally think you have a tendency to be controlling. (laughs) Rachel tells Pastor Cal her husband has a temper and can be vindictive. Ryan, Leslie, says his heart is open. <laughs> okay, Darcy. Johnny says he doesn't like who he is with Bao. Yikes, dude. Mm. Zach is crying. Mirla's crying. Bao says Johnny's decision has already been made. Then we see them at dinner, and John Johnny tells Bao, for 15 years we could have dated. I wasn't attracted to you. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So that's it. I'm trying to think if there's anything else on Unfiltered that I wanted to go over. Ryan is talking in the bow segment, and he says, whenever we see Johnny, like the guys, he's very happy-go-lucky. It's really weird to watch this version of him. Mm. Okay. Bao says she's, she's annoyed at this point because she always has to be the strong one since he is always breaking down. And then that's it. I mean, we don't really have much else. Um, Bao says, my husband was basically just shitting all over me when they watched the footage from the restaurant. Jamie Leotis asks her if she's ever been accused of being two-faced. And Bao says, no, never. Wow. So that's it, girl. That is crazy. All is not well in paradise right now. No. no. And I think we have like three more episodes left before the, the last one or something. I cannot believe how many episodes they are dragging this out to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of episodes. All right. Um, so let's finish up. I know you're on vacation. You have to get moving. You were nice enough to watch this and recap with me on from a of hotel course. room on your trip. We have like two listeners and they need this. They need content. this. They need this. All right, guys. So um, you can catch me at Gen X. This is why it's a podcast I host with my sister where we look at 80s movies and Little House on the Prairie. And Rachel, where can we find Rachel? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How dare you? You call me someone else's name. I'm slamming everything. I'm locking you out of this room. I'm staring at the word Rachel on my screen. For the record, my name is Uninvited to BBQ. Okay, Uninvited to BBQ. Where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me on social media at Sinister Girls. Oh my God, so I have to share something. So I created, I wrote a story for this um, anthology of erotica. It's called Flesh Fiction. It's available now on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. I love no. that title. So is it Flash Fiction? But it's Flash Fiction, fiction. Okay, but it's all erotica. Yep. And my little story drive is featured in it. And we made the best sellers list on Barnes and Nobles. Yay! And we are on the top, 
I guess, top 50 on Amazon. It, wow. It's doing really well, so please check it out if you check like skinny stories. There, there are actual, like, best-selling, like, authors on this. I just happen to squeak in by, but, That's yeah. Amazing. Check it you. out. Good it's it's really exciting, so check that out. Don't, you know, tell your parents what you're reading, because it's yeah, steamy. Right. But, not, suitable. not suitable for work. Not suitable for work, but, yeah. All right, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll see you here next week. Bye. Bye. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.